to my Today I want to get back to a smaller list. Um, I'll be sharing my top five cabin horror films, and then I'm going to review and rate the film Knock at the Cabin. It's an interesting film from M. Night Shyamalan. If you, as a horror fan, you should totally know who he is, but you know he can be a hit or miss, so <laughs> definitely stick around for that one, but let's go ahead and get started. Check it out. I'm afraid! Don't be afraid! No. Be afraid. Be very afraid. In fifth place, The Evil Dead, the original Cabin in the Woods type film, and our introduction to a classic horror world. This is like literally like the OG Cabin horror film. <laughs> like I don't, and I don't have to do like research on it because I'm just talking out the side of my goddamn ass right now. But um, I'm pretty sure this is like the first Cabin in the Woods horror film. But again, don't quote me on that one. Um. But, you know, it takes place in the woods again, and there's, like, a few college teens who basically find the Necronomicon, which is, you know, the evil book of the dead, and they find some tape recordings of a professor reading from the book. One reason or another, they end up playing it, and all hell breaks loose, literally. Like, if you've seen the Evil Dead movies, you know how wild shit gets. There's possessions and all kind of crazy shit, and it's you know, just classic, like, I've, I've talked about Evil Dead before, so, um, I won't say too much more, but we're introduced to, you know, the final horror man, the bet, like, I think the best, um, final man, <laughs> Ash Williams, so, um, I definitely say this one is, like, required horror viewing. In fourth place, I Spit on Your Grave, another classic that also has a remake that's worth watching, um, and then, like, three or four sequels which i had a traumatic ass day one day because i watched like all three or four of them in, in a row and it was just that was just a rough fucking day like <laughs> um the i spit on your grave movie like if you know about it it's 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 extremely gruesome um and i it, it's it's one of the first horror films that make me feel genuinely uncomfortable um it's it's a lot to do with in the first half, honestly. But once it gets to the second half, the payoff is so worth the uncomfortability. Like, if you don't know about this film, I'll kind of let it slide. But it's about a woman who decides to spend time in a cabin by herself in the woods. Stupid. I mean, she should be able to do that. But sometimes in this world, right? Um, So she's basically stalked, beaten, and raped, and just like just in, in really fucked with it in like awful ways and then left for dead she doesn't die you know she survives however and comes back to fuck up shit like all the guys who did everything to her she gets them one by one her revenge is again it's worth the uncomfortable scenes in the first half of the film so definitely check that one out and third place cabin fever um 
this is another one that I've, I've discussed on the pod before, so I won't say too much. But this one is another body horror, body horror, sorry, classic. Um, some college teens, you know, as it always fucking starts, um, they're on spring break. They go up to a cabin, and the water and the surrounding woods are like contaminated with a flesh eating virus, and it starts to like infect them one by one. The ways in which the virus are shown is just like it's so gross it's like perfectly gross because you can't look away you know um one of my favorite scenes which i've mentioned before too um is when the guy is is when a guy or whatever he's like fingering this girl and there's blood from her skin coming off and it's on his head it's just ah, it's it's sick it's crazy it's just perfect perfect scene in a second place a movie literally called cabin in the woods <laughs> um i think it's one of the best horror comedy parody films i mean it's more more so horror but it's comedic at parts and it is essentially a parody of horror hence you know cabin in the woods um but it's so smart man it's so so smart it's so funny and it's just so well done um it's written by joss whedon who's like a personal favorite of mine you know he created buffy which immortalizes him for me enough but um yeah you know it's um it's basically like a kind of love letter and in the same sense a fuck you letter to like extreme horror fans and fandom and you kind of can't you can't help but appreciate it you know um the cabin in the woods motif in this is just much more sinister and it is just like revealed like it's such a smart story man it's like revealed that um you know, essentially this cliche thing happens and it has to, you know, it has to take place several times a year so that the guys that live below us, like underground, are appeased, basically, right? Like they require these sacrifices and if they don't get them, they'll rise and end humanity. And it's I, I I don't know like I'm I'm like literally smiling talking about it because I love the scene and it's like I kind of want more about the old ones like I, I y'all know me I'm a stickler for fucking backstory and I would love to know a little bit more but um yeah totally worth a watch check that one out um lastly in first place Evil Dead 2013 <sighs> start the list with Evil Dead and the list with Evil Dead Y'all know I love this movie. I've talked about this one on several different pods. <laughs> oh, like I think, actually, yeah, yeah, I just talked about it in the last fucking episode. I, I can't help it. It's it's such a good movie. Like it has a lot of um, it just has like a lot of uh, what what's that called? Uh, God damn it! Like a lot of I, I don't know. It's just it's just fucking great. Um, and I won't say too much again. You know, I talk about it all the time. And the story is basically, you know, the story from the Evil Dead, right? You know, teens go up to a cabin, but they change several key factors. You know, instead of Ash Williams, you know, instead of a male character, they have Mia, um, Mia Allen, and she's, you know, the female character side or whatever. And instead of going there for spring break, they're going there because she's like having a um a detox weekend you know um are i guess quitting drugs basically i I don't recall if it was like heroin or coke but ultimately you know she had overdose so she was there to like 
get rid of it and just I guess intervention a little bit with her friends and stuff like that. But um, you know, a lot of the same things happen. Again, there's the book, there's the reading of a said book, and then there is hell breaking fucking loose, right? Um, and then this one is just more updated quality wise, gore wise, and in visuals and. It's one of my, like, it's become one of my go-to horror films when I just want to watch something scary or just have something scary on, you know? Um, And it's just, it has gore, it has creative kills, it has an interesting storyline, like, the killer is actually scary, like, the the fucking abomination entity that rises at the end, it's kind of fucking terrifying. (laughs) Um, If you haven't seen this one, definitely do yourself a favor and watch it. All right, all right. So that was my top five cabin horror films. So let's go ahead and get into this knock at the cabin review and rating. Um, so first off, you know, it's an M. Night Shyamalan film, right? So again, like I said in the beginning of the episode, if you know M. Night Shyamalan and his work, he is definitely hit or miss. Um, it is kind of crazy because like the hits are like, wow. And then the misses are just so bad <laughs> um but i mean i guess in that sense right that's that's truly balanced on a spiritual level so that should be expected right um whatever anyway this one is more so i think on the hit side um i liked it i did like it it was a very interesting um concept right um family in the cabin in the woods four people come and it seems to be like a home invasion which in in a sense it is but it's much deeper than that right it's it's more so about um these four people trying to convince this family that someone in their family has to die from their own hands they have to sacrifice someone to save the world right um i i went into it expecting something else i'm not fully sure what that was because I, I didn't read the book there's like a this is like based on a book or whatever so i didn't really read the book um so at first i wanted more but like once i removed my own expectations it it became better you know um i really like the characters in this they are very human um and i say very because like every character was relatable like i feel like almost every character was representing a different part of humanity like the four strangers at the door they were like the four horsemen of the apocalypse so they definitely were representing um different parts of humanity but i also feel like the family that was you know um chosen to make the sacrifice was are, are were representative of different aspects of humanity as well um and for that you know like i said they all just appear to be very very human and I like them. There, there wasn't, there weren't any like hateable characters. You know, like there's the people you're like, oh, I can't wait till they die. Even like the most quote unquote hateable character, um, was just like, eh, okay, you know, he's not trying to be hated. Like I don't know, it's hard to explain, but like I didn't, I didn't feel a way towards him. Um, one thing I will say. At some parts, it seemed a little slow, and I would have liked to have uh, more, I guess, 
world indie visuals. <laughs> but that's just because I love like world indie disaster type films. So that's just like my own like thing. And again, I did you know, this is based on a book that I did not read. So I could totally be just really biased on that part. Aside from that though, um again, I liked it. I gave it three out of five stars. Um, the first star and you know actually really quick before that I have to shout out um, the acting in this one really quick too because it was all they all did amazing and apparently like I guess Batista was just like nervous which is weird right like um, he's been acting for a while but I guess he's more so done like these character caricature type characters almost to where this was I think a really serious thing for him like a really serious role so I, I don't know i'll have to like back check his catalog but i'm pretty sure it's like action and caricature type shit so um but you know yeah i heard he's like nervous or whatever so um he did really good and just um the little girl um she did really good too i think she did really well for her age i love when kid kid actors and actresses are just believable because you know it's unfortunate but it happens, i.e., um, Lily from Modern Family. <laughs> some of the some of the lines, you know, can come off a little robotic. So, um, she did really really well. So again, back to my um rating here, one star for watchability. It is watchable, you know. Um, I did mention there's slower moments, but they're not boring slow moments, right? There's that that's the thing, you know. Some slow moments are just like, huh, and you you lose interest i was still very interested i just would have wanted more action or something like but again i had expectations took it out of my mind became a better movie <laughs> um the second one is for um, story creativity it was a very creative story you know it's about the apocalypse in a sense and ultimately these four people come together from like different feelings and dreams and premonitions and things like that like they didn't even know each other so it was like they were chosen to be the quote-unquote horsemen and whoever was at that cabin that they knew that they had to go to was the family that would have to make the choice so it didn't even matter i don't think the family per se that was there specifically mattered i think it was more so the cabin um but either way totally interesting story and then the last one is uh kill count because it is a world ending film there is a few scenes of just like mass fucking insanity <laughs> um so it, it definitely raked up the kills in this one because of that um it is now on peacock so i would definitely say check it out it's totally worth the watch um if you again know M. Night Shyamalan, you might have been like nervous or reprehensive like I was at first, but it's worth it. <laughs> Definitely check that one out. He's sick fucks using one too many movies. Nah, Sid, don't you blame the movies. Movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos more creative. As always, thanks so much for listening, guys. Um, we are currently at over 550 listens, getting close to that 600 mark. Um, my next big marker is 1000. So let's get it. <laughs> Don't forget to follow the official Instagram page for the pod, man of horror underscore podcast. And until next time, stay spooky, folks. Peace.